to the Honest War Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to Stream Street Days three and a half trillion uh, point two. Uh, I'm joined by Clemens from Potsdam. I just said That's it quick right. as good as I can. This is the lovely, lovely Clemens, aka Disco Rat. If you guys watched uh, our coverage um, uh, of some of the, what, well, of Krigslantan or uh, the event over in, in Ireland, uh, you would have seen Clemens playing with his Skaven and a bit of Disco Rat on the tabletop, which we had a great time with. Um, and Clemens is here to talk to us about Soul Black Gravelords list today. So I'm very excited to, do, to talk about that. Clemens, how are you? Are you well? Yeah, fine, despite COVID. Um, pretty good. Well, I get nice. Lockdown seems to be over in Germany pretty soon. Yeah, uh, the the uh, you guys said you you're vaccinating a lot of people at the moment. Yeah, I think it's like one million, sometimes even more than than one million people a day, at least working days. On the weekends, it's a little bit less. Um, so I'm hopeful that it's it's over soon. Now, uh, I think tomorrow all the the bars can open outside the beer gardens. Oh, nice! What tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow in, in Berlin at least. And I think in Bavaria and Saxonia it's they open a few days ago because they're they're more special and they need a beer. <laughs> they do need a beer. Uh, the the yeah. beer gardens opened up in the UK a few weeks ago and then uh, our indoor restaurants have opened up a little bit now as well, which I think is cool. I'm just gonna uh, say hello everyone in the chat. I wanna say big love to everyone. Shugo, happy birthday to your son. Um, for his first birthday, that's super cute. Uh, thanks to everyone for joining us live. War Chibi, Get Hut, Kill Panic, uh, Gabawaki, Tropic Hammers, what's going on? I um, uh, hope you're all well, Arcane Ring. Thanks everyone for joining us, Mr. Tiger. Um, uh, so yeah, Clemens is all the way over from Germany. Thanks to everyone for listening to the podcast. Stay hydrated, my Hydro homies. And thanks to all those thugs over on YouTube. Um, so, oh, Diadrin got his first jab today. Congratulations, I get my first jab in tomorrow morning. Clemens, you've already had your first jab, right? Yeah, and the second one, and I think two and a half weeks till my second. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, like, I mean, we're all slowly getting there, which is nice. Which means events opening up. Are there any events planned in Germany, like soon or in the next few months? Have, have we started to no. get a calendar fill up? No, no, no. It's not even allowed now to gather them more than two households. I think. Okay. Uh, is there yeah. a, is there a roadmap? Do you guys have a roadmap for maybe in six months you could hold events, or is that not there? No. Yet? No, no, it's just on like what happens next week and the next week or the week after. Uh, that's that's all we we have planned out or the government has planned out. Okay, um, all right, yeah, that makes sense. We we've got a bit more of a roadmap here in the UK, so uh, for for better or worse. Um, and so like there are events scheduled, whether or not they'll occur, we'll see. Uh, but obviously we have events scheduled, which I think is really great. Uh, there will be no attempt by me to do a German accent in any way. I think the best I could do is. Uh, is say where Clements was from. That's about the best I could do. <laughs> Everything else uh, I, I won't talk about. Uh, so Clemens, um, you're here today to talk about Soulblight Gravelords. Have you played the Death Faction before? Yes, all of them. <laughs> uh, started. Um, my, my main faction is, uh, as you said, it's, it's Gaven. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. I got like I don't know ten thousand points. Like you've got a lot. Yeah. Uh, more than a lot, um, but but Dev was always my my uh, side girlfriend. Uh, if you oh was it like your, your, your yeah. side piece? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, played a little bit uh, fantasy. Um, oh, I started really early with the hobby, like in 1999, when I was just mm. a, uh, elementary in elementary school, and Skaven was always the, the main thing, and then Dev uh, in second, and uh, with Age of Sigma. Uh, I started with Legion of Nagash, then I changed to to Fac, uh, because you needed less models, 
Um, then Nighthorn hit. Uh, I started for a while, uh, played some tournaments, local tournaments with Nighthorn, but as we all know, they are not that great. Um, mm -hmm. And finally, uh, I got an uh, Osiris Bone Reaper army, um, played it in Krings Newton, uh, but just, yeah, just once, and I'm not happy with that faction. It's just straightforward. You don't die, you do a lot of damage. Um, that's. Not enough movement for me. I I, I, was, I was bored by the army. Uh, yeah. And Kuzunta was now, a Swedish uh, event because you travelled a bit, right? You went over to the Republic of Ireland for an event, and then you went. Then you next time I saw you, we were in Sweden together. Uh, you travel. You yeah. travel. What is it about travelling to events, obviously before COVID, that you really enjoyed? It was just like it was fun. Um, definitely. The main part was um, there are not much tournaments in Germany. We had one uh, GT last week uh, in the middle of Corona. Um, I think there was like a sign-up of 100 people and like 60 people went there. Um, me and my buddies decided to not go uh, because uh, yeah, it was a good decision, I think. Just a week after um, the event, the, the cases went up and uh, I have a family with a small child, my friend, with uh, whom I wanted to travel as a small child and we decided that's, that's not a good idea to, to travel for fun. Mm. Um, but before that, we only had small local tournaments here in Berlin, um, most of the time organized by GW um, or some some private tournaments, but most of the time it's one dayers. And um, yeah, we had one big tournament in Berlin. That's uh, official, official GW tournament, um, Berlin Championships. Is that the trophy behind you from the official? That's the trophy. Yeah, that's, the, <laughs> that's the, a big the flag. We had this one thing here. Uh, there's the trophy <laughs> for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. And, uh, no, it uh, was was great organization. Um, like uh, it was a two day tournaments. The first day was at your local shop. We have four GW stores here, and uh, each had a small tournament. And the best two players went to the final tournament. So you had uh, eight people there who played each other in, in three rounds. So six games in total. Um, yeah, that was fun. It was my best uh, first uh, big tournament. I cheated a little bit because I played Flash Eater Courts just after the book hit. <laughs> <laughs> quite good. Um, it was quite good at that yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, but I was up in the final against a really good player. I think he he played for the 40k ETC team um, okay. before, um, when when Germany was still great at playing at the ETC, and um, yeah, it was. Pretty tough final game and uh, against Daughters of Cain, and I just won because I could kill all of his hero heroes with a double activation, and it was um, uh, I think arcane places of power where you just could score with heroes. Yes. And uh, yeah, so he he tabled me uh, I think at the second turn, but he had no heroes to score, and that's that's why I won. Um, yeah, and after this, uh, the next tournament was um, at the. Uh, Warmer World in Nottingham. Yes. Um, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, we wanted to travel there. Me and my brother, he's, he's the painting guy. I'm the, the gaming guy. And there was the, I think this was the AOS Open Day. So we combined all of this. There was a tournament. Meeting engagement, your favorite. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How uh, was that? Uh, pretty fun, actually. I, I really like it because you need, uh, you can play it on a small table. You don't need as many uh, models and there's a lot of strategy to it because you set up in different rounds and you have to think about where do I put it, um, in which scenario do I can put which models on the table on which edge. Um, I liked it 
I won that. <laughs> I won that tournament as well um, to, to do the next flex. Uh, then I went to Dublin to the Hero Face GT, and uh, yeah. was my my third tournament, third big tournament. Uh, yeah, as you can see on YouTube, I won that as well. <laughs> and after this, place. yeah, uh, that's that's my nice. Uh, you can't see it. Looks like uh, how's how's it called? Iron Man. Because it's it's gold and red, you can see it yeah, half yeah. over there. Yeah, and after this, um, I went to Sweden as well. Was not that not that great playing wise. A lot of cool people over there, but I dropped out of the tournament uh, to have a few nice days with my girlfriend. She uh, she traveled with me to Sweden to Stockholm. Uh, it was the right decision, not because the tournament was bad or anything. Uh, I just didn't like playing with OBR. And yeah, after like if, this, you, I... if you uh, if you don't like like the faction, like I can kind of understand it from a TO's perspective. But I can also understand you wanted to just spend some time with your family, ultimately. So like it makes loads of sense. Yeah, and yeah. before I dropped out, I made sure that there was replacement, and uh, some other guy dropped out because he was sick, uh, so that uh, evened it out. So no no influence on the tournament. Okay. Yeah, and. Uh, after this, I, I plan to go to a lot of other countries. Uh, I was really looking up for the big German GT. Uh, we planned on going to Prague, uh, I think Denmark, we, we thought about, and then uh, COVID hit. And since then, I only played like six, seven games. Yeah, well, I mean, you can you not play much. Have you played any TTS? And is TTS big in the German community? Not at all. Not that I see it. I played one game. Um, with, with uh, a gaming buddy, he had a hard time playing because his uh, computer was not that good, mm. and that was it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's. I think it's not the same. Do you think it's, it's a big deal in the German community or not at all? No, not at all. Not at all. Oh, interesting. Never okay, seen, right, it, cool. seen it. Well, yeah. so the the Soulblight Gravelords books landed. Uh, and also the Twitch chat now calling you the Flex Master because it started out with the big flex of having Curse City behind you and then it just started racking up the trophies. It's a, it's a big flex. Uh, so everyone, everyone's yeah. happy with that. Um, so, so like Gravelord's book, I, I asked you this question already, but I'm going to ask you again. I, obviously, I, uh, I did a review and then I did a review with Sam as well um, uh, the day after. Uh, so AOS Liz Lab, Sam. Um, how do you feel that we did with the review? Do you feel like, um, like we hit it or do you think that there's a lot more to explore with the book? Um... I think there's a little bit more to explore. Not not that much. It's uh, pretty simple because the you have no shooting phase uh, as as always with death. Um, you have uh, the magic phase is, is uh, pretty small um, compared to what was called Legion of Sacrament, which got dropped out, where you had um, a lot of magic to put in. Um, one of the the spell laws, the vampire spell laws, is I think the worst spell law in the whole game, yeah. uh, and that's it's most really of bad. your. It's a really yeah. bad spell law. Yeah. Yeah, and most of your magicians uh, can only take spells from this spell law. Yeah, so it comes down to moving, charging, and uh, fighting in close combat. But I think there are some really cool um, things you can do, um, especially with setup. A lot of deep strike. And um, yeah, a lot of cool things you can do with your your small units with six and six inch pile moves, and some cool things with skeletons that we'll we'll talk at the end. Well, let's let's do let's uh, let's let's look at this now because you sent me over uh, you sent me over look at this spreadsheet absolutely uh, hammering it home. So appreciate you. 
Um, you sent me some lists, or you've been looking at some lists that you've wanted to put together, and I think we could use this to talk about the the War Scrolls a little bit and go through these. Um, so the first one, uh, oh no, wait, I'm on the wrong page. Sorry, bad, bad me. Uh, so first one that we're looking at, it, you're looking at the ups and downs. So like the the pros and cons of the book as a whole and things that you enjoy. So talk me through these. Yeah, just some mental notes for me. Um, let's start with the downs. Um, the meta right now, I think, is um, really heavy on shooting and uh, magic, and that's where the, the book is vulnerable. I think there's no pluses to Dispel or Unbind, or maybe with uh, Bella Doma. I don't, I'm not sure if she gets plus one to Dispel or Unbind. And there's nothing really to protect you from shooting. Um, a lot of the important characters um, are monsters, so no look out, sir. Um, I think there's one or two artifacts that give you minus one to hit against shooting, but um, they're, I think they're always better um, um, artifacts to choose than, than those. Um, and also you're vulnerable to, to um, mortal wounds most of the time. You got a six plus save against it, but that's just... That's the best you've got. Like it's like yeah. it's it's quite interesting actually that six up DPR. Like when you when you start thinking about it, and you start you know because it's something so common in the in those death armies that you don't really even think about it. But actually, like it pretty much a five plus version of it carried Hagnar through um, many many a challenge. Uh, and there are, as you say, a lot of mortal wounds that get, get pumped out now. And that six up DPR is fine on like that those six wound characters because it's going to save them. Maybe it's going to save them from the Kairos one shot. It's probably going to save them from a, like a croak turn one like deliverance and stuff, but maybe not. Um, but like, it's not great. Like that, you know, it's not the five up even that you would see on like a vermin lord um, to to help or like stone skeleton on a on a frost lord. And and I do think that some of those like uh, on foot characters could have maybe got a plus one on that, and that would have kept made them a little bit more survivable. I think. Yeah, and uh, what uh, some people forget is that if you save a wound with a um, with a DPR save, you can save the or you can try to save that wound again. So the better the DPR save, um, the more wounds you get effectively. Uh, for example, a five plus save means you have effectively fifty percent more wounds, and a four plus save means you have effectively one hundred percent more wounds. Yeah, yeah, and the six plus is just. 16 20 percent something like this yeah and like nick says in the chat it's better than nothing i'm i'm not i'm not knocking yeah. it in any yeah, way, yeah. shape or form yeah. obviously it's great to have i think more what i'm trying to get at is that like it's already something that we see and we already see factions and all units that have it and have it better and that's maybe why we see them taken in some situations like i'm thinking about things like chaos knights for example um and being able to like shrug off mortal wounds via spells and other stuff that's mm, it's not even the main way you get more wounds. Oh, it's a pretty common way of getting more wounds into your army. Sorry, I don't want to derail you. Please continue. <laughs> yeah, and there are uh, some units that have a, a bit better DPR safe, um, like the the small Ferris Fenris uh, vampires that are locked to the the whole uh, Curse City bundle um, mm. that looked really good um, before with a five fluff DPR safe and I think eight inch move and a lot of attacks. You can't really play them. Yeah, three of them to pay 800 points for with a lot of shitty heroes. <laughs> uh. Well, I know and... Nathan's playing them. That's the only person I know who's playing them at the moment. Um, he's, he's playing that and his zombicide skeletons. Is what he's playing. <laughs> but sorry, after you carry on. Yeah, that's 
that's a benchmark if he's yeah. playing it. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's an indicator of it, yeah. Uh, just yeah, as good yeah, as yeah, yeah, just as good as the Gobbapalooza. At least as good yeah. as the Gobbapalooza is where it is. <laughs> uh, go on, after you continue. Yeah, where were we? Yeah, that's that's, I think the major downside, um, and I think it's it's a rushed battle tome if you look at it. Um, I think they could have easily made two battle tombs out of it, like they did with with the orcs. Um, Make the one side uh, the old vampires and the other side uh, all the werewolf vampires mm -hmm. because um, there are enough models. I think you have like seven heroes on the on the wolf side. You have the dire wolves. You have the two, two units that are um, in the Cursed City book. You have those red swarms and bat swarms that are not used in the Cursed City. And you could easily have put out um, like a big wolf or something um, to give them a monster, and uh, then you have you would have had an, a whole book. I mean, that's easily more war scrolls than all of uh, Flesh Eater courts have, and could have put a little bit, a little bit more thought into it. That's what I think. And when we come down to the sub factions, I think yeah, that's sometimes it's just just lazy rule writing. Okay. Uh, but we we will try to make the best out of it. Uh, best example for that lazy rule writing is. Um, and uh, I have to look up the names. The Virkos Dynasty with the rerolls to casts for vampires. Yeah. And I think four of the vampire heroes that are locked to this faction can't cast. That's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but two can. But two can is the. Uh, is, is, is the... It's just one, no? Is it? I think it's just uh, is one. Is it not vampire. Belladonna? Oh, no, Radicar is not a wizard, of course. No. He's not no. a wizard. So the one. In both forms. One can. Positives. Yeah. Positives. And she's, and she's the best caster in the game, uh, in the whole book, and she gets another bonus on top. So that's, yeah, I don't know why. The the wolf guys, the feral wolf guys have to be the best casters in this book when there was Legion of Sacrament before. Yeah. Um, yeah. And same goes with the, the Legion of Night with, you get plus one save in the in the first battle round for your skeletons. Um, and also you can set up your whole army not on the board on the first battle round. So that's stupid as well, I think. Yeah. I thought you liked the book, Lemon. <laughs> you said you liked it. Yeah, we, we are in the site. Uh, we are in the part now where I talk about the downs. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, the downs. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine. And uh, that changes and talk about the ups. Okay, sure. Um, I really like uh, the movement. Um, the the setups yeah, a lot of deep strikes I think that's fun as, at least if it's uh, it's better done than in a beast of chaos book and um, yeah a lot of lot of the important war scrolls I think have good movement and the ones that don't have good movement you can at least set up uh, somewhere in the grave sites so I like I really like that that gives you options that lets you play defensive in the first battle rounds um, against shooting or magic. Yeah, so I'd like to say something about the, the deep tracks themselves, actually, having thought about this over the past week. So one of the things that uh, is really obvious is that there's a lot of ways to do that inside this book. But at the moment, that's not really a problem because there's already a lot of units that can teleport in the game and they're problematic. Um, uh, and they're not maybe, and they've got like pluses to charge or whatever the situation, like you know, Hannah Gork and you've got that extra D6 before you even charge. A bunch of different things. 
However, in the next edition, when your unit coherency is more locked, because normally if you've got like a block of 40, you're able to like, you know, you know, you can you can create those zodiac signs, like you're trying to like summon a, a Balrog or something on the board with your, with your units for screening. But when you have to have each model within an inch of two other models, so your coherency is locked, like you see in 40k, you're going to have a lot more board space that's free, or you're going to have, you, controlling board space is going to be a lot, lot harder, I think. So... I still don't think it's great compared to a lot of the other stuff, but it's it, they have lots of options to do that. And I think ultimately defending your back lines is going to be a lot harder in the future because of screening and other stuff. So it's going to be more, like it's going to be stronger in the next edition. So actually just thinking it through, I was like, do you know what? That seems that seems like a, a positive. We're not really giving it at the moment, but that's because we're putting it into the, the, the situation at the moment, right? I think, I think teleports, as much as I don't really like them, are going to get a lot stronger basically in the future because of the coherency getting smaller and therefore board control being worse. So it's actually something to think about and like there's probably some units that like Vargeists and even uh, where you can just pop up some black, uh, not black knights because you won't take them, uh, pop up some um, uh, blood knights. It's pretty scary. I think. Maybe that's not true. Yeah, and uh, I see it from a defensive uh, point of view. If it's not on the board, you can't kill it. And that's important. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Um, and then Nick's pointed out that obviously that also in smaller boards though, then that might counteract that situation. I'm not sure. Like, we'll see. We'll see where it ends up. But uh, after you, Co please continue, sir. Yeah, thank you. Um, I really like the buffs in the book. That's uh, no rerolls. That's always a good thing. Yeah. So you don't have to pick out your dice and roll them again. Um, I mean, it's, all good the buffs. If you're, it's good if it's the opponent. <laughs> it's not good if it's you. <laughs> You'd like some you know, in, in Ireland, I played 80 Plague Monks. <laughs> that was a pain. Yeah. Uh, for me and fun, I imagine. Yeah. You know. And uh, I really like, I think there, there should not be rerolls uh, in the game. If you can do the same thing with, with plus one to hit just a little bit math in there and Speed, speed up the game up. because yeah, yeah, it's sometimes it's just too long if you have to play three games, uh, three hours each a day. Um, with can 80 be, plague monks, with 80 plague monks and 60 clan rats, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna take some time, <laughs> yeah. And uh, the buffs that are in there, um, are good as well because they're quite strong. It's always like plus one damage or plus one hit and wound, and you affect the whole area. So everything within 12 inches, not just one unit. Um, I really like this. Um, makes it easy to, to support your units. And um, if you don't take um, the Cursed City War Scrolls in consideration, I think uh, most of the uh, War Scrolls could actually see play in the book. And that's that's not often with GW books. That's true. That's true. I think I think a lot of the I think a lot of the scrolls are fairly viable. The scrolls. It's just like when you get those scrolls like powered up, where do they really sit, like power wise? I think is the key part. Um, but yeah. So, but and nice saves. You've talked about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I have more of this when we come down to the lists. Okay. Um. Yeah. And uh, last but not least. Um, I lost the point. <laughs> Sorry, good uh, boss. No, no. Awesome minis. Yeah, boss. Is that the one? Yeah, that's that. That's. I think that's. Everybody has to decide for themselves. I think most people like the the slanish models, the new models. I really can't stand them. Yeah. Oh really? Um, you don't like it? You don't no, know how they no, look? it's not not my style. Not enough hair. That's 
uh, really missing hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not something I thought I'd hear say, but fine. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, there was one thing, but I think I can can uh, come back to it when we talk about the lists. Oh, sure. Should we start with the first one? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. It's on the screen for people to look at. Uh, the Castelli okay. dynasty. Yeah. Um, I have to admit... Um, uh, I do. I, I did some mistakes in the list um, with this. Um, I, for some reason, I thought that you can put all uh, vampire units in in, uh, in a deep strike with the Castellite Dynasty, but it's just the Blood Knights. Uh, the plan was to put a, a Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon in a deep strike as well. So, small mistake, um, but I think it's still viable. Um, just a small note to all the lists. Uh, my plan was to play with the characters that are locked into the sub-factions and to get the most of the, the rules, the sub-faction rules. Um, so those might not be the, the best um, lists uh, overall you will see on tournaments, um, just some flair to it, and they are somehow competitive. Okay. Yeah. So uh, first, uh, Castellan Dynasty with the Prince uh, Vodrai. Uh, Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, um, who gets the Razi command. I think everyone who's placed the Kalistan Dynasty will use it for the plus one damage. The plus one wound, actually, I'm not really sure how it works. Uh, I think Nurgle has something as well, because you allocate wounds to a model, and they go up to, let's say, Blood Knights to four wounds. And if you have three wounds allocated to it, and the turn ends, does the model die? Because yeah. it yeah, should, should right? Mm -hmm. So the plus one wound is only important if a model dies that's the first time you get a bonus out of it um, yeah so getting a bonus if models dies um if a model dies that, that doesn't sound too good but plus one damage um is, i think it's it's really okay and to play a little bit uh, defensive he gets the fragment of the keep for minus one wound rolls for enemy units within six inches and uh, because there are no good spells um, in the spell law for vampires, I would give both the Prince Vodroy and the Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon the best um, spell there is for the plus six movement. Um, sadly, that's nerfed as well. Should be, can't, my opinion, you can't plus double tap it. It's, weird, it's yeah. weird, right? You're like, your inherent battle trait allows you to double tap a spell, and then your spell law says you can't double tap a spell. Yeah. It's they very should... weird. Uh, you should be able to uh, target another hero of the army with it. I think that yeah, that would be the best way. Yeah, Plus twelve movement is pretty, pretty, pretty strong, especially if the boards get smaller, mm -hmm. and all your stuff uh, moves extremely uh, fast. Yeah. Next unit, the only ally I put into the list, Raikonor. Um I really like him. I think he is a um, underestimated unit um, because he fought. Sorry, yeah. you continue. You were going to yeah, tell okay. me the question I was going to answer. <laughs> ask it was what's okay. he doing, but you continue. Yeah. Uh, if he allocates a wound to himself, he gets plus three to cast, which is uh, really amazing. And as you can see at the end of the list, um, use the chronomatic cox. So he needs a four to cast it, which is like, I think, 85% chance. And uh, yeah. And uh, for the units, two units of five Blood Knights, I really would have liked to put three units in there, but I couldn't find the, the points. Um, two units of three Wargeist, I think they are really great. Just to drop down, get the plus two charge from the Chronomatic Cox and pick out um, like um, 
artillery of your opponent or small heroes or just a screen left behind to hold an objective. Mm. I think they, they deal uh, enough damage to, to shift an objective if there are just like 10 small dudes on them or a lonely uh, wizard. And you can also drop them um, pretty easily behind the unit. So you charge with your Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, you drop the Vargas behind them and they get the plus one damage um, because they're within 12 inches. So you um, get them close. And finally, the, the skeletons are just to, to screen. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't think you can, will see that much play from the Kelsey dynasty because they get the big buffs if they kill a unit and uh, you're really vulnerable. So you're, it's just a, a one trick pony. Charge your opponent, kill some stuff, get better. Charge some more, kill it, and then you have won the game. Or if not, you lose. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the problem is is like as much as those like at Vordry and the Velos are really good. Like that three up armor save is really really good. One of the things that we see a lot, like let's say from Bone Splitters uh, or like Big War, is you generally tend to see like a, a buffed up rogue idol with quite a good armor save slung at their opponent and kind of used to pin your opponent's army in. And even that doesn't have a very good success rate. And like, and I think Vordre does some great damage. Velos do some great damage, and so do the Blood Knights. But I think, like, if your opponent can kind of like handle the initial charge and can burn these things down, then it's not a ton of wounds to get through. It's not that I think it's a bad list. Like, I think I think it's actually really good, and I think it's got some play. It's just, it, and it's not that it's fragile. It's just it doesn't have loads of wounds like you were talking about. Like, yeah. um, I think that's kind of where like maybe it's problematic. Like it would, like you say maybe having one of those units of Vargas be another unit of Blood Knights, it would have been then like, okay, there's a lot going on here. You know, but there's still a lot of damage coming out of those units, I think, especially yeah. like the, the Vordry and the Velos together. And with the with the Deep Strike and the Chronomatic Cox, you have a lot of movement and yeah. you can really overload the flank um, of your opponent. So strike on one flank. He has to decide where to put his forces while most of your board is, uh, most of your units are not on the board. Um, so you can wait the turn, strike on the second turn, see where he moves. Maybe he splits up. Uh, half of his army is too far away to respond. So you can fight with your whole army, half of his army, and then take on the other half. Because you, you start with Prince Wadry and the Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon. If Chronomatic Cox get up, they have 16-inch movements. If one of them gets the spell through, he has 22 movement, gets plus two to charge. That's a really big threat range, and Blood Knights and Vargas can just drop wherever you want. Yeah, and then they can deep strike as well. Or they can then charge as well with that plus two. Yeah, I think it's really clever having Ragnar and the Cogs together, like as allies. Like I think that that's I think that's really smart, really really useful, um, and a really clever like use of like bringing them in there as well. Because like you say, a weakness is getting those pluses to cast. So just allying in Ragnar, who is obviously going to get that bonus. Um, I think that's a really smart play. Really good. Really like that. And uh, he's a he's a good unit. I think he has 14 inch movement as well, uh, 16 with the cocks up, and um, he has a good spell. He can pick uh, out of uh, a model, uh, enemy model, um, with his uh, corpse candles, so he can um, get into currency um, with some screen units. And I think his spell does D3 model wounds, and if he kills a model, it does another D3 model wounds. So on average, uh, against uh, one model, one model. One wound models, he does five model wounds. That's that's pretty good. That's great. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, and, bit, really, really big fan of that. 
just to be annoying. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a great inclusion, ultimately. Uh, so, uh, Vrykos Dynasty. What's, what have we what have we seen here? So, this is the one where everyone's a wizard, but no one's a wizard. Yeah. Um, I think they're, they're a little plain, actually. Um, I really like the models. I definitely get uh, Radakata Beast and Belladama. Um, they're really strong models for the points. I mean, Raduka is not a monster, if I'm correct. Um, if he summons um, the wolves, uh, he is yeah. effectively 180 points for 12 wounds. Uh, he can get lock out, sir. He has minus one to hit in melee and range combat. And um, he can heal. Uh, it's, it's really a beast. And if you get a, if you get a charge, you get this plus one attack. I think is it plus one attack? Yeah, it's plus one attack, not plus one damage. And uh, Belladama is a strong wizard. Um, I really like her. Um, yeah, she has a great buff. She has that that Kairos spell uh, for poor people. Um, <laughs> that's really great. <laughs> the Kairos spell for poor people is my favorite new description. I'm stealing that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, please continue. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I am I... good. Sorry, after you. Yeah, I thought about uh, putting putting um, the the mirror in here to get most of the spell, but I think Belladonna has to cast the other spell as well. This uh, aura with the exploding sixes, which is really strong, especially uh, in the next edition. If you can only get plus one to hit, um, exploding sixes is. Another way to get a plus one to hit. Effectively, it's the same. Um, gets even better if you get rerolls from somewhere. Um, so I really like this. So she's locked down with with two spells already, and uh, having the Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon cast it, it's, it's a waste. I think with nothing to plus save. Um, I think the mirror is too expensive, and the spell is not that good to to make use of it. More than that, uh, the Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon. Um, Gets the plus six movement spell as well, just to be faster. Yep. And he gets the command trait, which is really, really good, I think. Um, Hunter's Snare um, could be the, the only point to play Vigor's Dynasty to get Bella Dama another reroll to her casts. Uh, give the Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon a reroll to get this plus six movement. And him counting as, as 40 models is uh, amazing. We see what, what uh, Beast Claw Raiders can do. We can see we see what um, what the Gargans. Giants can do. Yeah, the Gargans can do with it. And uh, 14 is a really good number because those 10-man units uh, can't hold against him. Or even if there's has 20 models uh, on an objective, he will probably do enough damage to kill six of them and then see all objective and he has to shoot through uh, 14 wounds with a three up save. I really like this and it's easier for him to get that plus six movement spell off so he's 20 inch movement he can really be annoying um, against your opponent. Yeah and with the artifact he gets plus the extra attacks on his uh, on his lance that's especially good when he charges so I think it's on average five attacks with four damage and rent minus two. I really like the plus D3 attacks on the charge. I think that that's a, a, a huge win on the Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, like, definitely. I think it's a great yeah. artifact. It's it's a good way to get this rent in this army. I think there is not, not much to get the rent. Uh, it's mm -hmm. on the dragon. I think the the more on the dragon has minus two rent, and maybe maybe uh, Manfred. Manfred's Beast. 
yeah, has yeah. minus two. But yeah, you're right. Ren, it's kind of interesting. The army produces a lot of high armor saves and then doesn't produce a lot of Ren to follow it up. And if we are moving into like a high armor save meta, because we know Stormcast are getting some two up save armor, armor save models, then really looking for Rend or Mortal Wounds is going to be a kind of takeaway for what you're going to want to look for in your army. Otherwise, you're just going to be like slapping against nothing for a long time, which would be wild. Yeah, and outside of zombies, there's no good way to get mortal wounds in the zombie. Mm -hmm. um, so, minus two rent, really important here. Yeah. Yeah, the dire wars. Um, another thing I think is lazy. I think the the subfaction benefit from the Verkos dynasty is plus one wound if you are within a um, vampire lady. Yeah. And if it's really kept to plus one with the next edition. Um, you can't really use Diabos because they get plus one to wound on charges. And you get another plus one wound from your Vankos um, Dynasty's rules. Mm -hmm. And that's just, and, and the Diabos are the sub uh, are the better line for this unit. It makes, makes more sense. So, another lazy rule writing. Uh, maybe it's not the case with the next edition. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, can I just thank Maxi Taxi for resubscribing and also XRath99 for resubscribing? Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in live. Uh, appreciate you loads. Uh, sorry. Please continue. Yeah. Just bookkeeping. And uh, finally, the, the Blood Knights um, are just another fast moving unit um, that can get a lot of buffs um, in this. Uh, yeah, in this in this Vukas dynasty, um, they get uh, plus one wound. Um, they get the exploding sixes. They get plus one attack from Radoka the Beast, so they can really do damage. They're fast enough, and um, yeah, I really like the unit. Maybe we can talk a little bit of the unit. I think you haven't been the biggest fan of Blood Knights. It's not that I, I, I think that they're I think that they're fine. I think they're pointed really well. I think I think I think the situation is they're not bad at all. I think they're good. And I think they're pointed appropriately for how good they are. So I think that you're like they're in a good spot. They're best, obviously, when they're charging. When they're not charging, they're fine. Like you know, um, uh, like but the 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 lack of ability to maybe ostracize them out. Obviously, we, there's the there's the confusing. I know some of the YouTube thugs have had some issues with this. There's the confusing wording on the movement um, out of combat. So hopefully, we see that FAQ'd. So that normal move that we see, which right now is 100% a retreat, therefore they can't charge gets changed and if that gets changed so that it's do the move do the mortal wounds and then can charge i think they're a brilliant unit like is whether i don't think they're bad though in any way i think they're good and i think that they're pointed for being good whereas i still think eels are underpointed as an example like more so yeah. hard i still think they're underpointed yeah. like and therefore they're great that's that's the kind of sliding scale. It's not that they're bad at all. I think the war scroll is really nice. I would like to see that ability changed. I think to do more wounds. And then if the, the the ability to do more wounds and then charge is like it's not a retreat. I think that they're an insanely good unit. And maybe uh, I'm not sure. It's still 15 wounds on a three up save, which is good. Again, but there's a and lot of stuff. That could, yeah, and self healing. But there's a lot of things that can burn through that very quickly. Like is is it's just more my point. Sure, but if they burn through your 200 points unit, they don't burn through your Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon. Yeah, 100%. I, I, no, I'm with you. I understand that. I mean, like, yeah, and, it's, it's still elite amount of wounds, right? And I, I can't see a scenario where this uh, normal movement out of combat is a retreat move because you walk over the enemy unit. Otherwise, you wouldn't do damage. And it was, would be the stupidest retreat move ever. Just <laughs> retreat through, <laughs> retreat through yeah. the enemy. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, I'd, I, I'd like to see it changed because right now I think people have got their hopes up that it's 
it's um uh, it's a, an, an offensive move where you plow through but wording as is is currently a retreat so like like in the future i'd like to see that faq'd so it makes more sense because uh, i'm on the side of i would like it to do that thing that's where i'm at yeah, yeah. and then it's an amazing unit unit yes. that you can't lock down with a screen mm-hmm. um, yeah it just... goes it goes from good to brilliant yeah, yeah. absolutely and imagine uh Two units or three units just walking over a hero in the in the back row to charge something else. He just dies. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, honestly, like if they get that huge, but right now, like that's not where it's at. And so their main trick, which is doing damage when they charge, is negated by their other ability. So they're kind of like they're in a confusing place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's let's wait for the FAQ. Uh, yeah, uh, and also intern Matt says, "Big love to him. Can't wait to see him at the weekend." Says, uh, "Give me Vrycross Blood Knights converted to be gi- riding giant wolves. That would be cool. You could do these Blood Knights. You could. That's a fun hobby challenge, right? A bunch of giant wolves with some vampires on top would be a fun way to do the Blood Knights in this setup." Yeah, or just imagine if they if they really split at the battle tome and you had those uh, small vampires that are on the base of uh, Raduka the Beast uh, riding the direwolves. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yes. Good shout. But Yeah, so you were talking about Blood Knights? Yeah, that's 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 it for the list. Um, I would play this list um, just straightforward. You got a lot of wounds. Um, got uh, four units of 10 direwolves. That's 20 wounds each. Uh, you get another 10 with Raduka the Beast. That's uh, 100 wounds um, just for the direwolves. Um, you can use them defensively to to um, uh, save Belladama from getting damage, and uh, I think the 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 hard part here is to get your buffs in the right um, uh, area. I mean, Raduka has a really strong buff, but he has to charge. Uh, Belladama should be behind, but also within 12 inches to to give her exploding sixes. Uh, oh, and I forgot uh, Lady Annika in this uh, uh, in this list. Um, I would play Lady Annika actually in in Virgos Dynasty. Um, okay, talk for, to me about why, because I don't I don't see why you would ever. Yeah, uh, for one reason, I think uh, Lady Annika gets better with um, the next edition because I think generals get better with the next edition. I really think uh, command points are dependent on them, uh, just okay. like, um, and then it's a free command point every turn for for her, but uh, also in Virgos Dynasty. She gives the one uh, plus one wound aura, um, which is a strong buff. And if, if you think of it, if any other army had a 115 point hero that would give plus one wound aura, that would be, uh, I think, really strong. And you yeah. get her. She's not very fast, uh, though. Yeah, but you don't need her in close combat uh, initially, so she can run um, all the time. And you really don't need the command points, I think, in, in this army. Uh, at least um, not before Radoka charges, so she can keep up with a with a good run roll. And um, she gives, a, like all heroes, the the six plus invulnerable save, um, or the the uh, death save, DPR. Sorry, DPR. And. Um, other than that, um, I really like the, the rules on her. She has a 4 plus invulnerable save. Um, that's effectively 12 wounds on her. Mm-hmm. And if she kills just one unit, uh, she heals up to full. So, um, yeah. 
it's yeah. just a little buffing annoying unit and imagine her standing on the edge of a big unit um, locking them close combat um, they do three four damage to her and then she kills just one model and she's back up to full health yeah uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I, I can completely understand that. I think there's also an argument also for the Rat King as well. Like you, he dies, you bring him back, and then you can use him to put that aura from him as well somewhere on the yeah. board. So I can, I can, I, I see that. I but, see that. But and I, I, she, yeah. she, she is more consistent. The Rat King, it's a four plus. You roll it or you don't, and then he's dead. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And we really, really need an FAQ. The question is, can you, if he dies once, can you roll all? All rounds, uh, or can you just try once and then he's dead forever? I think uh, you can try sure. all rounds. Yeah, and I think as I, yeah. as I currently read it, you can try all rounds, and then if you if two die, you can try and roll for both. It gets <laughs> it get it get, but like again, just an FAQ. Uh, I yeah. think needs sorting on that. So that's Vrykos. Uh, that's my preferred one, by the way. I like Vrykos. Like I think that the reroll cast because some of those like but the reroll cast doesn't affect the necromancer right because it's only vampires yeah. can reroll yeah and that's pretty. Um, I think the the best spell a vampire has is on Neferata and she has her own keyword so she doesn't get the bonus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Fine. Other than that, it's it's just like you see here plus six movement on the vampire lord and zombie dragon. Get a yeah. second chance to roll that five plus. Yeah. Okay, Legion of Blood. I think a lot of people are excited uh, about Legion of Blood. I really like it. I think it's it's a completely different way to play. It's a, the the way to play annoyingly. Yeah. Just to to annoy your opponent, and uh, you probably don't make friends with it. But uh, it's it's a little bit different than all the other lists. Sign um, me up. <laughs> Um, Neferata, of course. Uh, I think she's amazing with her new buffed spell. Uh, sadly, she doesn't get plus one to cast, by, but why sh should she get plus one? She's just a 5,000-year-old vampire. Why should she get be good at magic instead to that old Russian lady on a wolf? Um, yeah. Uh, then the Vangorian Lord, for the first time. Um, a really underestimated unit, I think. Um, he's fairly pointed with 280 points, maybe a little bit too much. Um, but uh, he has great movement. Um, he has great abilities, uh, especially this minus one rent, minus minus one rent in close yeah. combat. Mm. And you can make this even better with, um, with the Legion of Blood because you can give him plus one save. Um, and... Um, I didn't write it down here, but he gets the spell. We guess which spell I would give him. <laughs> um, is it the uh, the orb? No, I feel like no. it might be the pinions. Yes, that's <laughs> the plus one movement spell. And I think he has twelve inch movement flying, so he she, uh, he goes up to eighteen inch movement, and then he's a uh, two plus safe with ignoring minus one safe. Um, he has ten wounds. He has good self healing. Um, with a little bit of luck, you can get run and charge in the first battle round if you roll that one. Otherwise, he can um, make sure that that uh, Neferata or himself can heal themselves with his command ability um, if you're lucky with the roll. Mm. Um, and uh, what mo most people forget is that he doesn't have any brackets, so he's no matter if he has one le uh, one wound or ten wounds, um, he will always be his strongest. 
Uh, but what makes him really, really good here is the the plus one save. So he's a two plus save two plus, model. Yeah, ignoring rend uh, one basically, um, with a, like with healing. Yeah. yeah. Again, uh, if you shoot at him with with mortal wounds or with uh, minus one rend and shooting, then he will die pretty fast, I guess, with with ten wounds. Uh, but if they shoot at him, they don't shoot at Neferata. That's that's a good thing, I guess. That's true. Yeah. Um, I also have a necromancer. Um, he gets the the auto unbind on five plus, which is an amazing artifact. Um, yeah. Agreed. That's, that's super strong. Eighteen inch range, um, and uh, you can even try to dispel it once and uh, or unbind it, and then you can try again. And with a five plus, uh, you should get. Maybe one, maybe two important casts from your opponent over a whole game, and mm. that's. That, I think that's that's really strong. Maybe the strongest um, artifact in the in the whole whole book, with a little bit of luck involved, of course. Uh, some games you won't roll any five plus. Sure. Uh, also, the Vangoran Lord uh, would get the minus one bravery bubble. I think uh, everything within six inches get minus one bravery, and uh, because uh, just a small rule. Um, uh, for the better traits for the whole army is that you give minus one or minus two bravery um, within the whole army if you're or for your opponent if you he's in combat with one or more um, summonable humans and as you can see there are a lot of those units here 40 zombies two times 20 zombies uh, two times 10 direwolves and two corpse cards uh, all of them without uh, with the exception of one unit of 20 zombies are in the death stench drove battalion gives um, all those summoner units um, plus one attack if they are within um, uh, with, if wholly within 12 of the corpse card um, which makes the zombies from being great to being amazing with two attacks each if you get 40 zombies in range uh, you can really do some mortal wounds um, but, at a, but as I said uh, the, the thing um, with this army is to be annoying um, as Firstly, you have the Vangoran Lord who should not die in close combat. You have Neferata with her minus one hit aura. Um, you got the auto unbind and you got one corpse card at least. Um, I would go for the minus one wound roll. Um, then, okay. as Neferata, then as Neferata and the Necromancer can both take a spell from, from the good lore. Uh, I would give one probably the minus one attack and one the minus one hit rolls. And then you can start really stacking um, those debuffs on enemy units. And uh, with all those hit rolls, it gets really tough. Uh, or, uh, with all those um, debuffs, it gets really um, tough to shoot all through those zombies. I think it's 120 wounds there. Zombies, and yeah. yeah, zombies oh, and direwolves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would go for more zombies, um, uh, but you need two units of direwolves for the for the battalion. And I think it's really good to go for the battalion because it's amazing. And in Legion of Blood, you get the second artifact. And Legion of Blood is one of the few who has two really good artifacts. And finally, the Mortis engine, um, because it's pretty easy to get um, minus three bravery in this army. Because if you're in close combat with two units of direwolves and uh, the Vangorian Lord, it's minus three bravery. And a lot of other units should have minus bravery as well. 
And the Mortis engine can just deal mortal wounds. And um, especially if you look at units like eels, um, minus one, minus two berry can really hurt them. And Mortis engine could just snipe one or two models out of there. Mm. And um, the, the plan is to get as much minus bravery on the opponent as possible and then just um, kill a few models in each unit of your opponent with the Mortis engine and all the models you have uh, and hope that uh, models start running. And with Legion of Blood, if one model runs, these three extra models run. So uh, if you get a bravery shock, um, better shock on something like Eels, uh, the whole unit could easily run. That's nice, especially like as maybe as maybe with Stormcast, we might see more elite infantry and we might see more elite units generally um, take to the field. So it, even something like six uh, Gore Grunters, like if you can take one and take, you can take another D3 off, one runs and you can take another D3 off, you're in a really good spot. Um, so yeah, like I, I can completely see the, the strategy, especially playing into the right matchups. Uh, so yeah, 100%. Like I think that there's, there's some real play there in the future, uh, especially. Yeah, don't know if I would play it, um, especially as it's just annoying. As I said, there's not much damage output. You have nothing I mean, else. The zombies the can do cuts. quite a bit if they get into combat. Yeah, and get the plus one, plus one attack. Then it's I think twenty zombies are forty attacks. That's six mortal wounds. Uh, I think yeah. that that can hurt yeah. a unit. And if they've got Van Howells, so they're piling attacking twice. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Which I think is huge. Okay, Legion of Night. Um, I actually like the most Legion of Night, um, okay. especially as I like skeletons. And uh, there's a really cool thing to do with skeletons and uh, Van Hult's dance. Um, but let's start on the top. Uh, Manfred, of course, um, probably the best war scroll uh, in the whole book. Very um, good. 380 points, 3 plus save has 12 wounds now, can just teleport out of combat uh, if he doesn't like it there. So um, you get a free teleport nearly every turn if you want. Um, a Vergurian Lord again. Um, he gets the, the command trait to get plus one attack wholly within 12 of him if he kills the model. So it's um, nearly the same ability as uh, Manfred has. Um, with the good thing is that all of his attacks are his own. He has no mount. Uh, I thought about uh, Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, but the only thing he has to kill those models are his lands. Um, and he has a little bit more attacks. Also, he's much cheaper. Uh, so you get more stuff in there. Uh, a Necromancer. He gets this plus casting artifact where he can't move or fight in the turn. Mm. Um, at the Balevin Vortex. Um, so he doesn't have to move. Yeah, you get, I think it's 10 inches more because it's for the cast i think it's six from the ability one inch from the setup and three inches from the bayonet vortex um base, base. Yeah. yeah so it's 10 inches more range 28 inches range on this uh, van Hals dance um also starting from the second turn you can cast van Hals dance and um a debuff spell like minus one attack on an enemy with 20 inch ranges that's, that's really nice good way of making him a two cast wizard <laughs> like pay yeah, for it sure. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, even with the Baron Vortex, I mean, he gets plus one save, and I think he has five plus save, so he's a four plus save. Put him in cover, he's a three plus save. Yeah. And you can still allocate um, wounds to the zombies in this list. Yeah, that's um, 
Yeah. Uh, two times 30 skeletons. Um, one unit of far guys, just to be annoying. Drop them down. Um, go for for catapults or ballistas or small heroes. And uh, 20 grave guard and two times 20 zombies. And the zombies are only there for being chef. Um, screen your army. Mm-hmm. Um, you get really flexible here with the setups because everything can go in a, um, in a deep strike if you want. Uh, you could start with twenty zombies, uh, two times twenty zombies, and a necromancer on the board, and the rest can go deep strike, wargeist in the air, skeletons in the grave, and the rest um, on the edge. Mm. Um, yeah, but um, the cool thing with skeletons is that skeletons uh, resurrect themselves if they attack. Get on the yep. four plus, so half of unit. With one health stance, you can activate them twice. So. Um, start with the Vangorian Lord in close combat. Hopefully, hopefully kill something. Get plus one attack on everything wholly within 12 inches. Hopefully get Manfred there, who gives plus one hit, plus one wound. He gets plus one attack on all his attacks. So yep. the, the horse, the ghosts, um, his two close combat weapons. So he gets much more scary. Um, if he kills uh, any units, the skeletons get plus one attack as well if they're in range. So you can get plus one attack on the skeletons, plus one hit, plus one wound. You activate them twice. Um, and you don't have to activate them early because you get, for the first activation, you get half your unit back. And for the third activation, uh, for the second activation, you get another half of the dead ones back. So 75% of your losses will come back if the opponent can't kill. 30 skeletons uh, in, in uh, one go. And the good thing here is it's, uh, you can just conga line charge the opponent um, mm. depending on how much damage output he has. Yeah? Minimize the damage output. Let them kill 20 models and you resurrect 15 of them and just put the 50 models into close combat where they are in range of Manfred and the Vangorian Lord. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so, like, so take from the back and put in the front. Yes. Oh, that's really clever. That's really nice. That's a nice. That's a lovely piece of tech. Yeah. yeah so like, yeah, you de- you delete the back bit of the unit out of buff. You let them kill you, and then you use the the resurrection to push them forward. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. That's fun. And as, especially something uh, if you charge something scary with with more models, like I don't know, um, orcs or or um, eels or the the half god berserkers. Um, yeah. If they can just attack one or two of your models, or they only can attack with four or five of their models, they have to attack you. Um, and uh, yeah, then you strike back with even more skeletons at the front. Uh, I would really, really like. That's really nice. Yeah, I would re- really like to see an FAQ here um, because um, I'm not sure how the better shock for the skeletons works. The rule says that you have to um, count every model that's slain. But before you do a better shock, the model comes back. Does it count as slain if it's resurrected or not? I'm not sure. That's a great point. Yeah. 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 Me neither. Yeah. Because when it doesn't count as slain, it gets even better because they're pretty much better shock immune. You probably get your plus one or plus two bravery back with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they have ten bravery uh, base. Uh, and if, if you lose effectively just three models or so, they're Nearly completely better shock immune. Um, yeah. And finally, the, the Graveguard. Um, you can 
pretty much do the same thing. They are not resurrecting, but um, you can get plus one hit, plus one wound of them. They are of course um, the ones with the with the great swords, um, great swords, um, because if you give them up to plus two attacks, they have four attacks each with two damage, minus one rent. You can give them plus one hit, plus one wound. So they are two plus, three plus, minus one rent, uh, two damage, four attacks each. And if you get the right setup, um, I think they can do like 160 wounds with one wow. health stance. Yeah, yeah Graveguard are Graveguard are incredible. It's one of the things I would be tempted to do was try and see how I could max out as many Graveguard in a list, maybe like two or three blocks of of twenty Graveguard, and then try and like use the rest of my army just to control the board so I can push the Graveguard into the opponent's face. Um, but yeah, like I think I think uh, having that like that threat because you've already got the Manfred as a threat as well, right, and the Vangorian Lord, so yeah. you've got a lot of threats already. So they're probably not going to be concentrating on the Graveguard, but they're going to do a lot of output when they get there. Yeah. They have to decide: Are they going for Manfred for the skeletons for the grave guards? And uh, if your opponent has to decide, you can make errors, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think having the necromancer with that plus two casting and the Bailwind is a really smart play as well, uh, because of Van Hels having that extended range. I think is really nice, more likely to cast, which is good. And I think also uh, one of those things is being having access to the other spell that you want to cast that's not the Law of Vampires. I think is a really, a really smart play as well. I think that's really nice, and even making the the him a little bit more survivable, which is also a bonus. Yeah, and you give the plus one casting to the Vangorian Lord as well and Manfred, who have at least decent spells. I think the Vangorian Lord has minus one wound. Yeah, or plus six inch movement. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Man yeah. Manfred, uh, I think the spell is not that great. I think it's just mortal wounds. Um, but you can uh, take one good spell from uh, take one spell from the good spell law, so he can cast minus movement uh, or minus attack or minus hit. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's that's I think pretty good. And I like the the resurrection of the skeletons. Yeah, it's a little bit tactic involved. Yeah, you have to position right um, more than once. Position right on the charge. Position your heroes right, and then position right when you bring your models back. Yeah, I really like this. And as I said, I like skeletons, and I think I have all I need for this, except the Vingarian Lord. So, okay, so just get that guy, and it's on. Yes. So, and, um, uh, yeah. So, how do you feel about like the competitive nature of the book? Like, like having got written a bunch of lists, constructed it, looked at like some of the the major threats out there. Where would you pitch the book, or some of the the better lists in the book for its ability to take out a tournament? Where, like, how do you think people should on average do let's just say everyone's of equal skill at an event how do you think that the the grave lord should do really i think it's a classical three two army mm -hmm. um but you can take out events with uh, with luck involved i think there are opponents who have a really hard time against you especially those who lack um uh, rent um like like or only have close combat lack mortal wounds lack shooting um and there are a lot of them around, um, but if you face against Seraphon or or um, Siege with Archeon and and Kairos, you pretty much have a, a hard time. You can only hope that you set up right, are fast enough, good charges, and kill stuff before it kills you. That's that's what I think. 
That's fair. Yeah. I think that, I think I think that's very fair. I think four one uh, is good, and then anyone getting a five zero is doing really well. So just see that as a challenge if you want to collect the army. Like, yeah. oh, there you go. Because I think like some of the things we didn't talk about is um, all of that synergy sometimes falls apart when. Um, three sure. salamanders or 40 skinks or three flamers or a bunch of stuff just burns through some of it i mean even like a, a ko boat there's a lot of stuff i think i think all of the things you talked about as negatives are super accurate and i think all of the pros and i think like i think eventually maybe we see some points moved around here um we could end up with a very scary army because like you said the vengorian lord ignoring rend one and already being a three up save very survivable throw them in with with a vlaz or with Manfred, probably a little bit better than I necessarily gave them credit for. Like, I think it's good, don't get me wrong, because then you can't punch through those armor saves. I guess the real question is, where's the rest of the damage coming from from your army? Because in some other cases, if you pin stuff back, maybe you'd have some stuff at the back of your army shooting into it, kind of like whittling it down. Um, but you are really relying on, like, you know, Manfred, like, beating the snot out of stuff. Skeletons really beating stuff up. like Or, or Blood Knights, or whatever the thing that you've brought to, like, do the damage, right? I think that's one of those things, so... Uh, yeah, it's been lovely talking to you, Clements. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, lovely having our Ger German correspondent on. Uh, <laughs> it's been very fun. Have you got any shout outs? Anyone in the local community you want to shout out? Um, anything like that? Yeah, I think uh, Nikita was on your show before. He's from yes. Berlin as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, great guy. Uh, amazing painter. And uh, the rest of my, my local community, I think most of them listen to your show. Oh. Um, Thanks. passive listeners and yeah all great guys um, can all play really well um, keep me pushing joining tournaments all over the world uh, two of them were with us in, in uh, the hero face gt in dublin um, are you planning on having more events in your local area uh, i think it's all frozen with with um, with corona at the moment so uh, you've got to wait yeah, but uh, let's see how uh, it's going in, in different um, countries. I traveled before. I will travel again. Um, definitely, we'll go to Nottingham again. Yeah. Okay. And, you and, should definitely uh, come here. You come to the arena yeah. and play at the arena. That'll be fun. Yeah, let's see. And uh, Dublin is a, is a must-have for me. I have to go there and defend my, my crown. Yeah. And, and also uh, those guys the, are great, aren't they? Yeah, the greats are great. Yeah, more shout-outs, yeah. Um, Mick and the guy, Chin, and uh, uh, Pete, especially Pete. Amazing, amazing guy. Amazing gamer, Tim, in the final at the Hero Face GT. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh, no, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on. It's been, I've absolutely loved it. I hope everyone else has enjoyed it as well. Uh, you're not, on, are you on Twitter? Can we get you on Twitter? No, we're not doing no. that, are we? No. Twitter, Twitter is not a thing in Germany, I think. It it's, it's, no, it's for, I think, uh, for famous people and uh, journalism. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's, that's it. Yeah. Are you just using too much TikTok? That's what that's what you're spending your time on. I get it. Okay, that's fine. No, I'm, um, I'm old school. I, I have Facebook. That's that's it. Facebook. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, listen. It's been lovely having you on. Thanks for everyone for joining us live. Uh, you guys are all brilliant. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to join us tonight for the 40k Spice Center. So that's later tonight. Don't forget to join us tomorrow for two shows. Day show uh, is me and Sam going through some lists for a local event of his, and also through the Australian New Zealand. No, sorry, the New Zealand Masters event. Uh, and then at 5pm tomorrow, I'll be going through the lists for the Super Series uh, match that's this weekend that are coming in tonight. 
so that's really exciting. So join us for that. So that's 5 p.m. tomorrow. And then Saturday we'll be doing a day stream and the stream for the tournament. Uh, sorry, for the for the Games Workshop animation reveal. And then Sunday we're going to be live all day for uh, the first match of the Super Series back after COVID, which is going to be good. Um, we're going to go do a raid now. Thanks to everyone who listens to the podcast. Stay hydrated. And thanks to everyone who is a YouTube thug. Thanks to everyone on Patreon. Couldn't live without you. So thanks. I found someone to go raid. They look like they're building Lego. That's super weird. Let's go Let's go be weird with them. Thank you once again, Clements. Talk to everyone soon. Have a nice day.